Praise God. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse number 13. Old Testament book. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse number 13. We'll read 13 through 15. Uh, we love and honor God for his presence, and we love and thank God for you and for your participation in what God is doing uh, in this community. Some of you, uh, I want to just say this. I had to miss uh, a couple of Sundays in September, which is so rare. I was ministering in New York, and then the second week I was at the General Conference for our denomination. It just so happened those two Sundays were together. But I was so delighted to hear the reports. And some of you are on quite a roll. You just hear worshiping, participating, being involved. Can I tell you that God has something for everyone in this room and in this community? He wants to bless you. He wants to use you. He want, it's, This is a great day to just say, I'm going to walk with God. I'm going to do what God wants me to do. And he will give you great victory. I thank God for his presence. First Chronicles chapter 29, beginning at verse 13. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. It's kind of like what we've been doing around here. But who am I and what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee, and of thine own hand, of thine own have we given thee. For we are strangers before thee, and sojourners as were all our fathers. Our days on the earth are as a shadow, and there is none abiding. One translation renders verse 15 this way. We are here for only a moment. Visitors and strangers in the land as our ancestors were before us. Our days on earth are like a passing shadow, gone so soon without a trace. I believe he is saying we need to make the most of every moment. We need to give God our praise, give him all the glory, and let him have his way in our lives. Believing and understanding that even what I give him, I wouldn't have if he hadn't blessed me. Anybody feel that way? Praise God. He is so good to us. I want the Lord to help us through his word. Would you pray, Jesus? Today we enter into your gates with thanksgiving, and we've tried to enter your courts with praise, and we've tried to bless your holy name. We've wanted you to feel welcome here so that you could heal, deliver, and set free. And we pray your perfect will would be accomplished in the power of God. Let the word be received and shared. In the power of God, let our time of prayer in just a few moments produce those things you desire to accomplish in our lives. Give us now an operation of faith so that we can experience your purpose in the remainder of this service. I pray it in Jesus' name. Would you give the Lord a great hand clap, praise, and a Maybe you want to shout unto God. God bless you, man. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. God bless you. You may be seated. Last week, I preach to you because we are His. 
and today I try to kind of tag on to that because we are here, because we are his, and because we are here. And even Solomon, when he was attempting to accomplish the will of God and began to do what we've done today, offer praise and thanksgiving, he just had that recognition, who am I to be in the position that I am in? I, I don't deserve anything, but God has been so merciful to me. And he had that recognition that even what I offer to God would not be possible without his grace working in my life. I want to remind you, and I hope that it is something you will receive, and I can share in a sincere manner. Listen, we don't have anything, but by God's grace, we have everything. And what we offer to Him, it would not be possible without His grace working in our lives. You clap your hands, it's only by the grace of God. You live a holy life, it's only by the grace of God. You offer worship and offerings and, and service and submission. Only God could make happen what is happening in your life. He is so good to us. He is so good to us. And when we experience the power of the gospel, God loving us and choosing us. It is a game changer. Everyone in this room, if we had continued on the path that we were before the Lord began to reveal himself to you, our path would have been a path of destruction. And yet because we are his and because we are here, God is allowing his grace to transform our lives. I hope that you will at least remind yourself today, I may not be everything I want to be, but because of God's goodness, I'm not what I used to be. And I am definitely not where I could be if the world, if the devil, if my own carnal nature had been able to run away with my life. God is in the midst of making miracles after out of every life in this room. The apostles taught the first century church about these things and even encouraged them. You should become like us and like the Lord. Even in the midst of your suffering, you should find joy in knowing that you're doing the will of God. There should be, even in North America, even in 43068 and around this community, there should be a sense of purpose that infuses the life of every believer. There should be a sense of destiny and mission. I don't know what last night was like for you. Maybe you went to bed and, and you are just absolutely filled this moment of your life with fear and doubt and confusion and despair. Maybe it was a great week for you and followed by a nice day off on Saturday if you had one and, and you're feeling upbeat and feeling positive wherever you find yourself today. Maybe from a great home. Maybe from a horrible home environment. Maybe from a wonderful blessed family. Maybe from a dysfunctional family. Whatever you want to describe it as. No matter who you are or where you have been, I want you to believe God has a purpose for my life. God wants to use me. God wants to bless me. God wants to do something through me. 
I would even say this, and I know that as we get older, uh, I made a few comments about that today, about me getting older. I understand and, and relate and recognize even those that are advanced in years how physically you cannot do what maybe you would like to do. And, and even in terms of stamina and strength every day, you feel maybe weaker than you would have in years gone by. But could you believe with me that with the Holy Ghost and with the power of God, your very best days as a child of God are still yet to come. You're very, you say, how can you say that? Because at the very least, I'm getting ready for a city whose builder and maker is God. I'm getting ready for eternity. I'm on my way to heaven. I'm going to move off this ground when the rapture takes place. God has positioned us supernaturally so that we can experience his blessing do his will walk in a manner that experiences his promises please believe that you are not here by accident please believe that God has never forgotten you has not pushed you aside as less worthy than anyone else no way can I say it not today, devil. <laughs> no way. You are not here by accident. You are not here because God has said, well, that's just where I put people that I don't like. <laughs> no. I'm in the family of God. I'm part of the household of faith. I've been blood washed, and blood bought, redeemed. The Lord loves me. You ought to say it. God loves me. I matter to God. You ought to say it. I matter to God. You ought to say it. God has a plan for me. You ought to say it more than just on Sunday. You ought to say it on Monday, maybe in the middle of a Wednesday, maybe in a late Friday night. God loves me. God has a plan for me because I am his. And because I am here, it ain't over. He wants to do something through my life. It's time for you to embrace your God-given holy purpose. It's a prophetic psalm, but in Psalm 91 also comes promises that I believe every child of God can apply because he had set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. I am saying to you, to the person that loves God, Maybe a companion verse to this, this principle anyway, might be all things work together for the good of them who are called, who love the Lord, and who are called according to his purpose. And this prophetic psalm dealing with Christ also gives us an insight into God's nature. Because you love me, I'm going to personalize it, because you love me, I will deliver you. Because you know my name, 
I will deliver you. When you call upon me, I will answer. He goes on to say, I'll be with you in trouble. I'll be with you because you are his and because you are here because there's even breath in your body you can come boldly and say God you promised me you would never leave me or forsake me hallelujah I know I've seen to some degree I believe I've seen it in my own life at times. I know I have seen it in others. I have seen the crippling effects, the paralyzing effects of fear, the kind of mind-altering perspective that comes along with fear when you think you're in way over your head, when you don't understand how anything could lead to God's blessing. And it is in that kind of mindset that you need to grab a hold of faith. You need to look beyond the shadows of your circumstance and you need to say, because I am his and because I am here, that is an indication to me that God is not through with me yet. I am here to beg you, even if this is the worst season of your life, get your eyes off of the circumstance and get your eyes on Jesus Christ and call out his name. And he, and he will be faithful. He will answer watched people that in other circumstances would act a certain way and operate a certain way and, and they would move along in a lane of life that demonstrated good sense and, and as much wisdom as they had they would operate with that I have seen fear transform them into someone with no direction someone with no sense of priorities Someone with no sense of understanding why certain things must be done, whether you feel like it or not. That's fear. But God has not given us the spirit of fear. I know you got to shake yourself. I know you got to stir yourself. I know the world is filled with trouble. I know if you're not careful, can I be real? Can I be plain? If you're not careful... The first thing you'll do when you wake up is read the nonsense on social media and it'll plague you all day long. You'll be looking for likes and looking for love in all the wrong places. And you'll just let the world bombard you. But we are in this world, but we're not of this world. We are in this world, but we are not linked. Our destiny is not linked. I understand we got to operate and navigate. If the economy goes bad, you're going to feel it, it seems. If life goes bad, you're going to feel it, it seems. But even though we are here, we are not here on our own. We are here as the children of the Most High 
God. Why are you praising? Because I belong to him. Why are you worshiping? Because he'll make a way in my life. Why are you stepping into God's purpose? Because he'll never leave me. Can I ask you again? And I know that you have heard it before. I know that you have even felt it before. But I ask you again. I charge you and me again. Be not weary in well-doing. For in due season ye shall reap if ye faint not. Sometimes uh, you got to give God credit for the fact that you're still here. Can I, can, I, can I work that for a minute? Sometimes you've got to give God credit for the fact that you're still here. Did it all work out? No, but I'm still here. Did everything change? No, but I'm still here. Has everything gotten better? No, but I'm still here. Do you have all the answers? Has the doctor said it's all over? No, but I'm still here. I'm still here. And he gave me a promise that because I love him, because I know his name, because I call out to him, he will intervene and he will demonstrate his power because I am his, because I am here. I will let God have his way. If you believe it, would you clap and shout? So in Hebrews chapter 13, the writer says, listen, Hebrews 13, 15, here's what you ought to do. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. I know it's not you, but I believe it's still true. You're here, so keep worshiping. You're here, so keep loving God. You're here, so keep doing what you know to do. You're here, so keep giving God glory. Don't forget to keep living a holy life. Don't forget to keep living an honest life. Don't forget to keep doing what God called you to do because that's why you're here. We can get so discouraged. You know, guess what? Everybody gets discouraged. You're not the only one. But the only way out of discouragement is to encourage yourself in the Lord. Amen. Some prayers, they are answered. Had someone tell me this recently. I know God does miracles, but that's not what's happening for me. And I acknowledge, I know that's not what's happening for you. Uh, but I think we have no other choice but to still trust God, uh, but to still honor his word, uh, to do good, and to communicate. Forget not. What are you saying? To keep sharing, to keep blessing, to keep loving, to keep operating like a child of God. Can I say what you ought to do between now and the rapture is keep doing 
doing what you've been doing. Keep praying. Keep worshiping. Keep honoring God. Keep letting him have his way. Because we are here. We have a purpose to just do what God has called us to do. Amen. Because we are here, let's offer our worship. Let's offer our sacrifice. Because we are here, let's refuse to live in fear, to be paralyzed, to let the world mold our mindset into a mindset of compromise. And I would say to you, I mentioned resurgence, I would say to you, as you kind of ascend a little bit from a place of despair, a place of confusion, a place of not really understanding your identity in Christ, as you start making those steps higher, even if you've struggled, keep reaching for your calling, keep reaching for your anointing, keep reaching for your ministry, keep reaching for your purpose. Keep reaching for God to make a way where there is no way. Why? Because you're here. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 2 verse 15 that ye may be blameless and harmless the sons of God in the midst without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as lights in the world. First John 4 and 4, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. Jesus told his disciples, I have chosen you out of the world. The apostle Peter wrote to the first century church, you have escaped the pollution of the world. Apostle John in 1 John chapter 2, he said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, it is not of the Father, but it is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever, because we, were, we are here we will face persecution. We will face pressure. We will deal with trouble. But keep shaking off those spirits of this world. Keep submitting yourself to God until the rapture. The pressure will be on. Until the rapture, the pierce persecution will increase. But it doesn't change the name of the game. Because we are here, we're overcomers. Because we are here, we live as light, as salt, as Change, people of change and influence in the world. It's not going to get better. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. That's really, you ought to put that on the podcast. I said the world is not going to get better. It's going to get worse. Let me make it plain. They're not going to stop drinking. Are you hearing me? They're not going to stop smoking. They're not going to stop finding new and more ridiculous drugs to put inside their system. They're not going to stop lying and cheating. Racism is not going to stop. Hatred is not going to stop. Sleeping around, gambling, thieving, doing all kinds of nonsense. 
going to stop. But because we are here, we're going to be what God has called us to be. We're going to be men and women of faith. Hey, it's not too late to embrace a holy lifestyle. It's not too late to say, I'm going to do what God has called me to do. Amen. Amen. You say, why are you getting all riled up? Because I'm here. He kept me so that I could do his will. Because we are here, we will not live in fear. We will offer our worship. We will offer our thanksgiving. We will honor God in the way that we live. We'll step out into the arena of life and even take the hits. I've got a football player here. Undefeated are his enemies this year. Oh, and whatever. Stand up if you don't mind, Brother Braden. Brother Braden, I said, how are you feeling today? He said, I'm sore. And you know, I told him, I think I'll preach about you today. You never get sore on the sidelines. You never get bruised on the sidelines. You never get the wind sucked out of you on the sidelines. You never get your head bashed in on the sidelines. If you don't ever step into the will of God, you can pretty much count on the enemy pretty much letting you dissolve into your own nonsense. But if you ever decide to do something for God, get ready to have a target on your back. But don't be afraid. Don't give in. Understand this. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. Hey. If you're taking some hits, it's because you're on the field. You're in the harvest. You're in the midst of the move of God. That bunch of people screaming and hollering and drinking, they don't, they might get up with a hangover, but they don't, they don't have any bruises. Where's it hurt? Right there. Oh, my goodness. Well, that hurt more, didn't it? You don't get that sore sitting on the sidelines. You got friends say, oh, why do you think it takes all that? Don't you know you can do whatever you want? Just show up on Sunday, say a quick prayer. Uh-uh. That's the sidelines. That's not even embracing the purpose of God. There's no way he's going to call you and not ask you to embrace a a holy life. There's no way he's going to call you and not say, hey, come on, take up your cross or deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. And it isn't a cakewalk, but he leads me through paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even in the middle. Hey, I'm sorry for everyone in this room that has walked through the valley of the shadow of death. But I'm also grateful that you did not go by yourself. You did not walk alone. He is faithful. Get out of the sidelines and get in the field and let God have his way. Man. You know, you can be seated. You might need a break. You're just so tired and wore out. I imagine the only thing that hurts 
on the sidelines as being a Michigan fan. But just about everybody else. Just having fun. When you're 6-0, and are we 6-0 and or 5-0? and Nobody? Nobody knows the Lord, Brother Brad? 6-0? and When you're 6-0, and you can make jokes about other teams. But we never know what's going to happen next week. But I'm just telling you, it's on the field. It's in the, it's in the work. It's in the pressure. It's in the adversity that you feel some things you would never feel. But keep pressing toward the mark of the high going of God in Christ Jesus because you're still here, because you still have breath in your body. He wants to use you. He wants to bless you. Go ahead and press through the adversity. Don't give in to the world. Give in to God. Don't give in to the pressure. Give in to God. We are not in a clean environment. We're in a filthy environment. But he'll make us clean through his word. We are not in a holy environment. But he'll make us holy through his blood, through his spirit. We just got to realize I'm here and I belong to God. And he will work. Stand with me if you would. Because we are here. We will not give in to fear. We will be worshipers. We will be givers. We will be dedicated to pursuing our calling, God's purpose. We will ask him to have his way in our lives. Backslider, come home. You belong here. Child of God, overtaken in a filthy habit, dealing with poor choices. Hey, you still belong here. God called you. I'm sorry, but just because Christians embrace immorality doesn't mean that God has changed. Let's walk in the highway. Let's walk in the presence of God. Those Old Testament people, when they were on the edge of the promise, it's an old story, and yet as they were moving forward, they made this proclamation, we're going to walk on the highway. We're going to pursue. We won't even mess with you guys. They still in, in, encountered opposition, but they said to them, we're not looking for what you got. We're trying to just pass through on our way to the promise. We're going to walk on the highway. That's the story of every believer. We're not just looking for temporal promises. We're looking for eternal life. you got to walk on the highway. you got to walk on the Lord's way. you got to move in concert with the Holy Ghost and with the Word. And you got to do what God's called you to do. Amen. Because we are here. I have you standing. I'm not going to take a lot longer, but... Because we are here, let's keep reaching. Let's keep reaching for those that are around us who don't yet know the power of the gospel, the grace of God. Keep reaching for a backslider. Keep reaching for someone that doesn't know the full revelation of the mighty God in Christ, the name of Jesus. Keep reaching for someone that's sold their heart over to witchcraft or some sort of false spirit. Whatever God enables you to do, wherever he plants you, because you are here, 
keep reaching because they belong here. What God has done for me, He'll do for anybody. What God has done for you, He'll do for anybody. You don't have to memorize the whole Bible to reach, be a friend, share a testimony. Even say, I'll pray for you when they open up their heart and then pray for them and see what God will do. Because you are here, please keep reaching. Don't believe that it makes no difference. Don't believe. The enemy will say, well, they've heard it all before. They don't want anything that you're talking to them about. They don't want God. You just never know when someone's heart will finally be open. I spent the afternoon yesterday with some people that have never come to this church. But for years now, they've allowed me to be their friend. And they were honored that myself and some others would just go spend time in their home. They're not even at the church today. But because we're in their lives, they believe they matter to God. I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. I think it's a miracle. They have things going on in their life. The last thing they need is me. But because we are here and are trying to connect them with God's purpose, God has opened the door. You just never know when. Amen. The call that I make today, if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, I want you to get here and let me know, and I'll personally baptize you today. I just Sometimes others will baptize, and that, that works, but I, I want to personally baptize you today. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, just let us know. I make a call for people that have never been filled with the Holy Ghost. Come. We'll pray with you receive the Holy Ghost. But I also make a call to our church family. Everyone. Come and offer yourself and say, because I am here, there must be something I can do to glorify your name. Would you repent with me? Lord Jesus, forgive our sins. Cleanse us of unrighteousness. Cleanse us of anything that's not like you. Cleanse us of anything that doesn't match your will and your purpose. Everybody repent. Everybody repent. Oh God, cleanse us of sins that we've committed and maybe sins of omissions, things we should have done but didn't do. Cleanse us, cleanse us, wash us, purify us, make us clean, make us whole, make us what we ought to be. Lord, there is an absolute anointing hovering upon this place so that people that would like to embrace their calling and embrace their purpose can be renewed today supernaturally. Uh, There's an operation of the gifts of the Spirit about to happen because you are interested in individual lives. You are interested in families that struggle, in homes that struggle, in kids and students and young people that... 